This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening, good evening, and hello. And thank you for being here this evening to talk about, let's talk about it with Jenny. How about that? But tonight, we're going to discuss what is gratitude and how does it affect the person. And you know what gratitude means, right? And being grateful is not just a rule of etiquette, but an essential element of self-care, health, and well-being. Moreover, gratitude is a powerful tool to help you feel better. And that's what we're going to be talking about, what gratitude is and how it does affect the person. Over the past few decades, many experiences and studies have been carried out that have made it possible to stop perceiving gratitude as an exclusive spiritual and ethical concept and to prove the real positive impact of this feeling on the mental and physical state of a person. So we have different persons or different attitudes in different times. And what is gratitude? And how does it affect a person? Now, that's what we're talking about. And if I had to explain it in simple terms what gratitude is, then I would define this feeling as a special energy accompanied by a feeling of warmth and joy Gratitude and pleasure, inspiration and peace. That's what it affects, or that's how it does affect the person. The positive impact of gratitude on the mental and physical well-being of a person is not a myth, but a science-proven truth. This is a powerful tool that allows you to more effectively get rid of negative thoughts, experience positive emotions more often, and take steps toward peace and inner harmony. So how about that? How about that? Sometimes we don't, uh, let me see how can I say it, we don't we aren't grata, you know, be gratitude at some people sometimes. It's not all the time, but it's gratitude. Gratitude, it's, you know, it's health and well-being. So gratitude can do anything. The positive impact of gratitude on the mental and physical well-being of a person is not a myth, but a scientifically proven truth. This is a powerful tool that allows you to more effectively get rid of negative thoughts. And that's sometimes it's hard to do. Take away those nasty attitudes. I mean, you know, it's sometimes we keep it and go to bed with it, which is bad. 
which is bad. So we should try to get rid of it before we lie down, especially if we have a family. We should, you know, we have to learn how to get rid of a negative attitude because it doesn't help us. And we should try to get all of that stuff out of us before we lie down and go to sleep because that could stay on our minds and we'd have a heck of a night trying to sleep with all that stuff running through our heads. The positive impact of gratitude on the mental and physical well-being of a person is not a myth, Uh, but how does it work? It can create new connections. Our neural connections are formed throughout life under the influence of experienced emotions and the body's reactions to them. Internal and external stimuli act on the sense organs, and they respond with impulses sent to the central nervous system. The more gratitude a person expenses, experiences, the more positive they feel about life as new neural connections of positive thinking, reactions, and emotions are formed in the brain. So when we get, you know, gratitude, we feel, like it says, more positive about life. And we can just, you know, Go ahead on and do good things. It strengthens interpersonal relationships. Expressing gratitude to a friend, you can do that. Partner, relative allows you to show how important this person is to you, that you appreciate what he or she does, and that you are sincerely grateful to him or her. Thus, the reasoning becomes closer, filled with warmth and empathy. Okay? But it shifts. It shifts the focus from the negative to the positive. So, a lot of times, we just hold negative thoughts into our heads. That's what we do and it's hard to get it out and you know you just I guess we just don't want to we don't want to get rid of it because we just go over and over and over about what was going on and you know you gotta let it go we have to learn we have to learn how to do that we really do because if we hold on to these negative thoughts that can mess us up it really really can so we have to learn how to get a good attitude we need to get a good attitude And it can take us from the negative to the positive. Gratitude allows us to appreciate what we have by paying, excuse me, gratitude allows us to appreciate what we have by paying attention to the positive aspects of life. Positive, we need to kind of hang on to that. If you start, for example, keeping a gratitude journal and remember every day what you can be grateful for to people or to the world, then you will begin to focus on this and the negative will fade into the background. Well, you know, (laughs) I I don't know. Um, I think that it would 
be good if you did that, you know. Maybe if we thought of good things when we wake up, maybe we can hold on to that. I don't know. I've not tried it. Um, But who wants to go around with a dull attitude? Who wants to do? Well, some people do. (laughs) But that's not good. That's not good. That can tear you down. And it can mess up your whole attitude. So we have to be careful. Um, You can keep a gratitude journal if you want to do. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It it depends on the person. And it affects physical and well-being and overall health. So now, see, that's the good thing. You can run around with a bad attitude if you want to. But do you know, do you really know, especially if you keep it, you know, going on, it can affect your physical well-being. Gratitude brings people satisfaction, satisfaction makes them more active. Those who know how to be grateful experience less stress and dissatisfaction. Smoke and drink less, eat better, and exercise more. In moments of gratitude, Pressure normalizes, immunity increases, the hormonal system works better, and all this in turn strengthens health and improves well-being. So that's just your mind. It affects your physical well-being and your overall health. And it effectively helps to overcome stress and even depression, knowing how to feel gratitude, even for some insignificant little things and filling yourself with positive emotions every day. You can more easily cope with illnesses, troubles, problems, and crisis. What do you think about that? Well, I have someone who wants to tell me that. So... Good evening. How are you, Miss? Good evening. How are you, Miss Denny White? I'm fine. Thank you very much. What do you think about this? Uh, the uh, I just want to gratitude and how it affects okay, I just, her. I just wanted to share with you some of the experiences that I have personally had. I was born with asthma, and it was really bad. But then for a while, I didn't have it. But then what started it again was when I was 12 years old and our house burned down. And I think my parents, they weren't home. We were, all the children were home. My sister got us all out. But right after that, I started having these asthma attacks. I mean, it kept coming on and on and on. There was a lot of tension in the house and things of that nature. But I remember, um, and I stayed sick for a long time. In fact, they had to, every, it looked like every other evening I was at Detroit Receiver where they have the special area for asthma people and they give you these shots all in your sides and all your food be throwing up all this mucus that kept, you know. And I went that way for years, years. Even when I started working for the state, I was still having that kind of problem. But I finally got a job. I was thankful. And I remember one time the lady told me, uh, I had Edna Health Insurance, and she told me, she was looking at my case, and she said, ma'am, she said, your case is like a telephone book, you know. Wow. That's how much yeah, she told me just how much medication and stuff I was on. But I can remember this a long time ago. I was feeling angry and sad about things. Things weren't going my way uh, emotionally. Uh, uh, you know, you, your young life, you, you, you expect certain things. They weren't, and I was very hurt and very bitter. Then I read that First Corinthians 5.18, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. A lot of times we ask God, what is his will? That is his perfect will for every single one of his children to be thankful. 
And you what I said, we need being thankful. All these things that have to be, this is this, and look at over here, and look at it. And I was just, and I stayed very sick. In fact, I was going into the hospital like two and three times a year for major attacks and things like that. And I think it was in the time when the, the, the Tigers won the pennant. And I had this, they had put this tube in my jugular vein. And so the, the woman next to me, her husband would say, we ought to put the Tigers pennant on there because when I had to go to the bathroom, I had to take this thing with me, you know. But I was stage sick. And he kept saying, and everything, give thanks. And I just felt angry, just so much anger was in me. And then finally, um, the doctor told me, he said, he said, you know what, we have given you everything there is in medical science for asthma and all of what you're going through, all that. He said, yeah, I think you need, he said, I think you need some type of psycho- psychological help. And I said, you mean I'm crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy? You mean I got all this stuff, you know? He said, you just probably need, I was so, I got even worse. And stuff, and so I remember going home, and I said, "Lord, look at my life, or this, and all of that." And finally, He brought that verse back to me: "In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you." Everything, and then it says in Romans 18, "Everything works together for good to them that love the Lord, who are called according to His purpose." He can't fulfill His purpose in your life. Maybe there's some of the things that you want. It's just, you know, but you have to have that right attitude so that when he says it, you don't chase it off or whatever it is, you know. But I was really sick, and so finally I sat down. I said, Lord, whatever you help you send me, I'll accept it. And I thanked him for it. And that's when I met my friends who were in Windsor, Canada, who started uh, talking to me about the, uh, the positive things. This was a special seminar that was out there. And I started maturing from then on. But, I, I mean, it really was uh, something. But when you look at the scriptures, you have to know by faith that, first of all, that God loves you. He loves you. You're his. He has a special end for you, you know. And it's hard when you're going through a lot of changes and all of this stuff. It's hard when you're sick, especially when you're sick. You know, you can't see your way out of it, you know. And, and then your personal life is a wreck. And all this is happening. And, you, every time you look around, you're running back and forth to the hospital and all the stuff shooting you in your foot and trying to get medicine in you. And the medicine makes you feel, smell like you're a whiskey seal, you know, because there was a lot of alcohol they used, you know, in treating, you know, uh, asthma and the other problems that set in your stomach, it ruins your stomach, things like that. And so anyway, but he kept telling me in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. And this is what this a man who started to talk with me my friends in Canada started talking about being thankful to the Lord. He said, oh, me now. You said, oh, goody, goody, thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, I'm happy about it. No. He said, but it's an attitude, like you said, of gratitude. Lord, thank you. I know that you're working in my life. I'm still trusting you. I still have faith in you and all of this, no matter what it looks like. We keep God able to work in our lives. And that's when I started having some victory over asthma. It didn't just go away automatically, you know. But I started having victory in it, and then I learned, I started looking at health meetings to help with people who were, you know, other ways of dealing with a lot of the illnesses in your life that really helped me. But this is what I had to learn in order to give thanks. And and even now, as we go through, as I look at the community of people, uh, we look at the, what I look at as far as enslavement. Well, Lord, well, this was wrong. You know they did this now, and and, and it it is wrong. You know, it was wrong. Stolen people, stolen all of this other stuff, made to work for years and all of the things. But there is a certain thing that I noticed about when I was working at Detroit Rescue Mission Ministry with the men, the uh, the black men who were on drugs and things. Those men had ideas that you wouldn't even think of. They, They had ideas of making things better, you know. But because of what they were faced with all the time and beating them down and all of this other stuff and the demands that life was making on them and the hurting their ego and the pressure and all of this, you could see and they turned to drugs, they turned to this, they turned to everything, you know. But they had some, I mean, some really good ideas. I was surprised, you know. But just think of it, even in our enslavement, when you think about it, we, have, we, were, we are known for, for inventing things. A lot of inventions that we put together, we never got credit for to make our job easier. <laughs> we had to think of something to help us out in this field, you know, to get the job done, to make it a lot easier on you. You're in the mess, 
but you had to find some way to help it. And we are a very creative people, very creative. Uh, I remember Dr. Wright, he pointed out how that it wasn't just the North Atlantic slave trade, you know, when the white, you know, started bringing us here. But even before then, the Arab community um, taking you across the Sahara. We had to learn how to live there and, and uh, you know, create things out of how to live in that, that atmosphere. And then down the uh, Indian Ocean, you know, all of this was over. We are all over. That we had to, we, we, you might as well say we built this, the world up for them with the knowledge and the understanding that we had, you know. And we were very creative. It brought out a creative, creativity that maybe it wouldn't have. And, I, I, and I'm not saying it's good, you know, but, you know, that uh, we need it in order to make it. We, and we okay. needed to learn to order to, yeah, you know, what I'm trying to say, you know, I'm not saying goody, goody, good, no, because it was ugly, you know, or what we had to go through. And what we're going through even now, even now. But he, the, still, the Lord has said, in everything give thanks, for this is my will concerning you. That's his perfect will for every single person. And it brings out something else, another type of character in you also. And that's what I wanted to say um, when I think about what's happening now, you know, um, um, this one minister, uh, he, was, he brought out a lot of the inventions that we made, you know, the baby buggy. Had to take care of the baby plus cook and all that other stuff, you know, the baby buggy, the this, the that. A lot of things we came up with in order to make our job easier. Oh, yeah. Easier so that we could, even in this type of situation, you know. But it, yeah, it, it helped us blood pressure no, I just yeah. said somewhere yeah. else. Blood pressure. Go ahead. Say it again. No, I just said blood pressure. Else. Okay. Yeah, blood pressure. It's good for blood pressure. A lot of the blood pressure has been taken. We find out that has messed us up. Okay. Depression. Uh, the high sugar levels. You know, we're stewing on the inside. That's what it is. You know, everybody's fighting it. You know, we're trying to hold it in and smile. But it's there. It's the anger that's eating us up and the underlying yeah. current that's in our lives. Yeah. All of that, blood pressure. We know for blood pressure, diabetes, all that's of this. True. And all this, it comes on and on and on. And he is saying, give thanks. Give thanks. When you thank me, I'm able to work in your life. I remember when I, uh, I was um, taking the kids home from school, and I'll never forget this. Um, and now uh, the the policeman stopped me because he said I ran a red light. Well, I ain't. I said I ain't ran no red light. He said no, I, I listened to him and I I just I didn't argue with him. So he took my information and he went to check my driver's license and stuff like that. And he said, Oh, you have a beautiful uh, driving record. And he said, I'm gonna tell you something. He said, When you go down there, he said you go there. They're gonna and then you go to this special room, and they'll help you with this ticket. Now, he took, you know, I just said, well, thank you. And I said, thank you anyway. You know, he stopped and told me that. And it's the funniest thing when I went down with this ticket, because you, as an elderly person, you don't want no tickets because it will send your insurance flying. I went down to a 36th district, and they sent me to this room. They sent me there, and I said, what they going to do to me? You know, the man sat and he talked. He says, no. He said, if you pay this ticket now, what we'll do is we won't send it to the insurance company or nothing like that. It won't be on your record. And he gave this. I said, well, okay. So I went down. I said, Lord, please, I don't care if I overdraft my account. Please pay this ticket. And it did. And it never showed up. They wanted the money. That's what they wanted. You know, and I was thankful. He came back and told me that. I said, well, thank you anyway. You know, you're trying to say, you know, to the, you know just when I told the officer that. And, and uh, it, it didn't have the effect on me that I was worried about because, you know, as an elderly person, you start getting a, a, a running through a red light. He said, you have a beautiful record. He told me that. I remember when um, this one police officer, our private, he stopped me. It was when we were wearing masks and stuff. And he said, well, you're going too slow uh, coming down Van Dyke. He said, and, that's, and I don't want you to get in any trouble. He said, now, um, he started talking to me about it, and so I said, I said, well, I, I said, okay, I was glad that he didn't give me a ticket. He said, because I was going too slow, you know, and the, the cars would, you know, I would cause a problem. And so I said, well, okay. I said, well, you know, he said, I said, well, thank you anyway. I said, now, I looked at him, I said, now, um, where's your mask? 
He said, oh, it's, it's, it's in the car. I said, listen, we need each other. We need each other, you know. We need each other. He said, you're right. You're, I said, please remember your math. Now I'm going to remember what you said, and I spared off. You know, I didn't get a ticket. You try to find <laughs> some meaningful way. Because, <laughs> you know, as an elder, right. you don't want a ticket in no way, shape, or form. But uh, that, you know, but it makes you uh, relate to people in a different way, knowing that God is active in your life like that. You know, health-wise, because I didn't think I would ever have victory over asthma like I do have. And it doesn't mean I don't have still have the problem, but it's not governing my life like it used to be, you know. It's, and, and, and in other areas of your life, it helps you to not have an attitude of murder because you, you've you been rejected, you know, and all of this stuff. But if you're able to thank God for the rejection, knowing that he's working something out in your life. You know, I didn't feel that way before when I had been pushed aside and all of this. And like I said, I had murder in my heart. I was mad, like women get, all of this. But he helped me through all that. But now I can be, to be thankful for the rejection because now I can see better the, the, the uh, reasoning that he had that was even better than what, you know, I, what, what would have transpired had I had my own way, you know, and all of this. And I praise God for that. It's not easy, you know, to you be thankful. You got that right. You got that it's right. It's not easy to be thankful in things when you know you've been treated bad, you know. Right. You've been treated, knocked aside, rejected. Um, you know, uh, it costs you money you know, and all of this stuff, um, and you're fighting. You know, I have a, a I have an attitude of fighting all the time. <laughs> but to be able and to say thank you, Lord. To, it's hard for you it is. to think about good things when you That's are true. all very messed up. And it's you can very, very stay different. in yeah. that uh, one spot for a long time. You can do that, and that is when true. you continue don't to move do ahead. It, right, when you feel that way, I mean, your attitude and your personality changes. You know, that you is, think you're doing true. okay, but no. You, you're angry, you need so much help. anger. You know, it's, it's yeah. doing, you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. And to the point, well, you know, um, you, you'll find yourself doing things that normally you wouldn't do. Right. If you and would you you know, grab a hold of yourself. You hope nobody <laughs> makes you mad or, <laughs> you know, mess Don't add you nothing up. more to the pile, you know, one of them deals, you know. Yeah. But I know if I started out. having victory points. Yeah, go can. ahead. I was talking well, with my uh, friend, uh, mm-hmm. and she was telling me something that really upset me. She was saying that a lot of women, young black women, are in jail. She works at the Wayne County Jail with the chaplain and all this. And she was saying, Lucy, it's pitiful. It's pitiful what these, what's happening to our girls, you know, the young girls and things. They're getting in trouble like, like never before, you know. And they're hardened and they're, you know, all of this. And it's yeah. because of, you know, usually, and she was telling me about it and things like that. And you, you feel bad about it. What can you do about it? How can we work in our community? to bring them out of things like that. One mother, they had her, her child go see her, but they had her in irons while she was sitting there talking to her baby. What oh, kind of wow. mistakes they have on her children? All of this. You know, they, it, we've got to do something. And this is what he, when you give thanks to the Lord the right way, then he's able to work in your life, work for your children and all of this. I've been looking at the movie Antoine Fisher that Denzel Washington put together, and that's a true right. story of what happened to him. And it, it really brought tears in my eyes, but his, what he had to go through with, it brought him up. You know, he was angry, always fighting and all of that. He was angry and stuff because of what he had gone through while he was a foster child, all this stuff, what he had gone through with, and, uh, and um, what he's had to find out to find himself and things of that nature. It, it, it helps. It, it, it is hard. I was thinking about Joel Osteen, you know. They keep talking about he's a bad minister, he's not teaching the gospel, he's not doing this and doing that. Then I think of what happened with him and his mother. His mother got sick. Right. And it was a cancer that, yeah, Joel Osteen, and it was a cancer that she could not, they, nothing would help her. And she was sick, and they tried to 
They, they no surgery, no keep, no they, nothing. They sent her they, home they, to they die. They sent her home to die. And yep. then I remember she said that her and her husband, now, you know, he's trying to build a church. They're trying to do this, all this. He fell on his face before he and his wife fell on their face on the floor. Yep. And, yep. and yep. prayed for his wife, prayed for her, yep. and all of this, and all of that. And she it gave her encouragement. And she said, in order to take her mind off, you're supposed to act like you're well. She got up and she started going and visit people in the hospital, praying with this, to keep her mind off of what was happening with her and all that. And then her husband, he had a major, his blood pressure went off. And he had um, ended up on dialysis and a stroke. And then he dies, you know, during this time, as I can remember, because I read a long time ago and all of this, but she kept on going and, you know, trying to help her son. They put Joel in the place of that, and a lot of people were for him, a lot of people weren't. He has never preached before, and all of this, all the things that was going on, she kept that focus, you know, of, and come to find out that she, that she beat, that stuff was not in her body after a long time, you know. She said she had the hardest time it was at night. It's when over. She would get up and visit people. Yeah. It's- it's over. It's been over 40 years. It's been 40 years, yeah, when I read they, that about her. They you? sent, the doctors sent her home to die. Mm-hmm. Yes, they and did. And now it's 40 years. And 40 she's years, still and she's still here. That's right. Still here. So, so you can't all tell things are possible, some yeah. people what God can do. People think we we limit him when we yeah yes absolutely we limit him I limited him for a long time for a very long time I think we've all done a lot of, yeah to limit the Lord in your life it don't mean that things will end right quickly like you want it to be or this way or that way right. but it gives you a focus that God still loves you He's still working with you and you can trust Him and He's sending me another way now right. You know, and you uh, don't have to die. That's true. That's one of the things that, you know, you you know, because I do believe that he's paid for our, our healing. But it's hard to get all that through when you feel a lot of anger and bitterness and, and, and going through so many things. You know, and, I, I, and, hey, I take my hat, my wig, my everything off them people who are able <laughs> to sustain something like that. It is. There was nothing they could do. And hey, she has a son who's a doctor. And he, had, he said right. he, he cried, Lord. Cried, he cried. Oh, he was just through, you know. But then she pulled through. She pulled through. Oh, she's, she's a real years. Yeah. I mean, every time I, I re- think about that, it can happen. Yes, if it is all things are possible. Believe if you believe, you gotta what believe. You yeah. Oh yeah, you have is. to. And you have to start with the foundation: the fact that God loves you. He loves you. That's the hardest thing to get. I do believe that the love that God has for every single one of us, and he's shown that in Christ Jesus, we are, we, it's not reaching the common person. People give up. We're having a lot of suicides and all this happening to it, you know, and getting in trouble, you know, all the girls looking for a love in the street, and they get caught up in the sex trafficking. We have all of this going on in our community, and, you, you know, you're trying to, to keep things together in a home, you know, and then we have the drugs, you know, all of this, that they'll, they'll, they'll give your child something to get them started, you know, and all of that, and then their life is ruined. We have so much that's going on within the black community. How do we get the love of God, them to realize that he loves them, he cares for them, and to get them to turn their lives over to him completely? That's a big area. Well, he can show it, you have to say thank you, Lord. Even for the risk, uh, I was reading about this one guy used to be on the block with my, my, my with my brother and my baby sister, and he said he's been uh, he's been clean from drugs for 29 years now. And just think All of the right. battle that's going on inside of the battle, you know. But he was giving God the praise for that. It's possible, but we have oh, to yeah. turn our lives fully. Oh yes, fully over to Him. Trust if in Him. If you believe, if you believe. God will fix you <laughs> or heal but you. Know you what? Even if, but even at the, it, you think, but Lord, do I have faith? The Bible says that we have the faith of God in us. When we say he gives you his faith, 
He gives you that. He gives you everything that you need in order for you to exercise it in him. And that means a lot. It means, it means a lot. lot. But I'm not saying a lot, of, a lot of people can't. That's amazing. They can't, you know, they can't believe that. You know, what the doctor said, that I only got. They've been through so much. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, 30 days <laughs> and then I'll be dead. But that's you saying that. You shouldn't say that. You know, uh, if you tell your body that it's going to be better, then your body will listen and it will do what you believe. But if that you, is you know, it is. It's a, and you know what? And a lot of people die because they just can't believe it. It's, it, it is, but you have to. They have to realize the fact that God has already given them the faith of God. We have it in us. When we say we have the faith of God in us to exercise that, they we be trying to Lord, thank you for giving me your faith. Maybe I'm not, but I have your faith. Recognize what He has done in your life and keep emphasizing that because He is the one that loves you, that wants you, that values you. You know, over everything. It doesn't mean that your life is perfect and all of that. Right. But but yeah, that is what is so wonderful about the new birth. Because he gives you everything that's needed in your life. And you he wants you to respond the way he tells you to. Now I see what he was meaning when he said to in everything give thanks. Because it takes that load off of you. It really takes that load off of you. It puts it where it should be, where he can work things out in your life. It is. And but that's all I want to say. To, uh, we have to believe. That's the whole thing. We just have to We can believe, believe because he's given us his faith, his faith, the faith of God. It talks about that. It talks about that. We try to drum up and make it, you know, and these, these are spiritual things. These are spiritual battles that we're fighting. Oh, they yeah. They are spiritual battles yeah, that we are fighting. And so I'm thankful that and when you think about depression, um, Things like that, depression, blood pressure, we are known for that, boy. Oh, Blood yes. pressure, kidney, oh, yes. have more people on dialysis and all of this. And, you know, um, just things just happen, you know. And uh, you have to deal with this and deal with that. And you, you, you wake up, sometimes you say, I say, Lord, before I get up out of this bed, should I get up and throw the cover back over my head? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, no matter, but if you're going to move ahead in life, you're going to have to deal with a lot of things, you know. When you see yourself win this battle, he, ha- he allows you to win this battle and that battle. Uh, just a day of, you know, it doesn't mean that your days are perfect or whatever, but then you don't succumb to a lot of things like you used to. That's right. a battle. That's something, yeah, because you're, you're using his strength, his spirit, all of this, and it's important that we learn that. And I just wanted to share with you like that. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect. No, not by a long shot. I was That's losing right. weight so good and feeling good, and I said, oh, Lord, I'm going to put some more weight. I said, oh, Lord, help me, you know, because my thing is when I'm trying to think, I can't think unless I'm chewing on something, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, all of this. But he's given me victory in those areas, too, in those areas, and I praise God for that, just to say that um, being thankful in everything, but this oh, is yeah. his perfect will in front of you. Thanks so much, Jenny, for letting me share with you. Oh, that's and I, fine. Uh, you said uh, you said the right things because we don't have to just uh, have ailments and you know and all of these um, diseases and stuff. We can talk to God, and He can fix us, but we have to believe. We have to believe. You know, a lot of us don't believe. We just can't get it into ourselves. And if the doctor said, you know them doctors, they know what they're doing. And they know what they're saying. And if they say you're going to die in 30 days, you go going to home and you'll sit there and die. But there are two things you have to look at. The doctor can tell you all the facts as he sees them, but the truth is that Jesus Christ paid for all that. 
Now, it's a spiritual thing and it's a physical thing that you're looking at. Are you going to believe the truth of what he has already done and let that dominate the facts of what you're you're facing? And that's difficult. Especially when you're in pain, you're driving, all you see every your organs cutting up and acting crazy, all of that. It is. It's the truth that it is. The truth is that he has paid for our healings. He's paid for all that. A lot of people don't believe that. They say, well, no, that, that, that went out with the apostles. That, 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 that's not so. But that is so when you think so. It doesn't stop there. But they say, well, Paul, had, Paul was there. He had uh, his friend in my leaders. He was sick and all. He had to left them. He left them there sick. But it does not mean that this is the ordinary, you know, that this is the blanket truth no matter what. The truth is that when he died on the cross, he took our, he paid for our sins. Yes. And he, when he was beaten like that, he took yes. our sickness with him. The truth is, but the fact is, you have it, you got this, you got that, this and that, you're in pain and all of this. That is the fact that the doctors will tell you. The truth of what the Lord Jesus Christ has already done, and that's available to you. That means it so much. Thanks so much, Jenny. Okay, you're welcome. I enjoyed it, and uh, I think our listeners can understand, you know, what we all have to do. We don't have to just die because the doctor said, well, you, you can you only stay for 30 days, you know. No, uh-uh, no. So, you know, that is so I, I think you did an excellent you know, thing. Well, I can only tell you the experiences I had, but I was really bitter, mad, want to kill, murder, destroy, mad for being rejected, mad for sitting out here, mad about this, angry about this, getting mad on my job, the way they were treating me and stuff. And uh, I remember this one incident, if I might share this. Um, in the Bible, it says if a person, um, it would, that a lot of times the Roman soldiers, they have to be marching and stuff, and they're dominating you. They might grab an ordinary person, get over here, and here, take my bag and walk with me and hold my bag. And you have to be mad that you ain't supposed to be here in the first place. And you start working with walking with them, maybe a mile or so. Okay, you're going to stop. The Lord Jesus says this. He said, if they ask you to walk one mile, walk another one. Uh, yeah. What do you mean about that? You know, I don't feel like, you know, they're, look, they're taking advantage of me and all this. And they're not supposed to be here and they're hurting us and all of that. But he said, what you do is, when you say, no, 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 I, I, I'm, let me care for you now because I know you're tired. I know you this. I'm, I'm going to carry it for you another mile. You take back that power. You take back that control in your life. You may be dominating me, but I'm taking it back. And you walk with them and talk like it's nothing. And, and then you, well, 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 thank you. You know what, you know. <laughs> yeah, deals. but that's hard. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, tell me about it. Tell yeah. me, it is it's very difficult. It's Somebody nothing that we you can't and, do, though. You know, the, it's and the Lord Jesus is nothing we can't do. Yeah. Can do he it. said, you walk another mile with him. Yeah. You know, walk another mile. Yeah. He said, feed your enemy. I want to feed him poison. You <laughs> know, <laughs> but that's a, that comes out of everybody. I know I was, that's right. Yeah, I was, come on here. Come on here. I'm going to put this in. <laughs> I don't want no deal. But well, I don't want to go to jail, <laughs> so I'll leave But see, that's what you be thinking about, you know. I hope you trip <laughs> or whatever, you know, one of the deals, you know. But he's teaching us how to bring back the control in your life. I remember crying out to the Lord about how they were treating me at work. And I was worried, Lord, I'm doing this and that. And he later on, he said, Lucy, do more. I said, what do you mean, do more? Just, you know, <laughs> really, uh, because of this imagine I weren't getting along. And he said, do more, do more, do more. And I was really, I said, Lord, ain't nobody on my side. Do more. Do more. So anyway, I started, you know, I became the person working in here, not only my, with my staff. We had the special staff I had to do. I became doing a lot of outreach. I had to go down to when the lawyers, you know, they were signing those PPOs. What was his name? They were giving all those personal protection orders. I had to go down with the judges. I had to do this and that and all of that. And so this one district manager who was new, she said, Miss Payne, you haven't offered to do anything. I said, yes, I did. And when I ran it down to her, everything I was doing, you know, she said, oh, you're doing all that? And the other supervisor, the other district manager, she said, 
Why you let the white folks put all that on you? She didn't know what the Lord had told me. But there was no way they couldn't say I wasn't doing my job. He said, do more. Do more. And, you know, you know, you, sometimes you get messed up on these jobs and stuff, and I was angry about that, and it took the pressure off me. It really took the pressure off of me. And I praise God for that. That's enough. Love you, Jenny. Okay, and thank you for that. Okay, bye-bye. I really uh, appreciate that. And what I'm going to say, I hope that uh, some of my listeners have listened to that and know what they can do if they have ails or, you know, what's going on, that they don't just, you know, talk to God. Talk to God. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. And now what I'd like to say, if someone else would like to say something, because this is, we're running into uh, 2023. So if you have something that you would like to share for 2022, just push your number one number. And I will allow you to speak because this will be the last, this will be the last one for 2022. We're going to take a hiatus next month. So I want you guys to have a great, great Christmas and a new year. So if anyone would like to say something before we go off the air, no one has anything to say. Well, you know what? I appreciate you guys for calling even though you don't have anything to say. I wish you would. I wish you could say something for uh, happen, you know, this year. Okay, I have one. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, Jen? Doing okay today? Uh, yeah, I'm fine, TC. Uh, you okay? Me too. Huh? <laughs> Did I eat what? <laughs> Too much turkey. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I may have yesterday because my stomach is being never mind. Anyway, what did you <laughs> what did you want to talk oh, about? Oh, what I what I wanted to tell you was, you know, uh, they had that movie about uh, three months ago. They had the uh, red carpet. Down okay. at the Charles H. Riot, Charles Riddell Museum. Well, they have a they have a new movie that's going to be coming out, and it's going to be next Saturday at the okay. Phoenix Theater. And it's 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 called you know, it's called Confession. And there's mm. no profanity, no you know, just a great straight movie. Okay. And but it's going to be at the Phoenix Theater at uh, 8 Mile, and it's, I guess it's Van Dyke, between Van Dyke and, uh, I guess, Gross Beck. Whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right behind Foreman Mills, you know. Yeah. It's, I it, it's going to be at 7 o'clock in the evening, and, uh, you know, if anybody has something, I'll free next Saturday, you know. I'd like to have him come down there. My son will be one of the stars in there. All right. So he's got a bigger part in this one than he had in the last one that was at the Charles H. Wright Museum. So, he's going to uh, be a star. I hope so. <laughs> so. I've already ordered my, uh, I'll say my Cadillac, because I don't want no Rolls Royce. I can afford to put that. <laughs> Okay. I'll be looking forward to my electric car. I hear you. And that's what I don't want. I don't want to get electric. No, 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 no. 
Well, you know, there's one time they didn't want to have gas cars, you know. So, you know, as things change, you know, you'd be amazed at what goes on or what's going to happen. It's going to take 10 years or so before they yeah, find out all the glitch. Yeah, they'll put it in the air after a while. I don't know how that's going to work, how you're going to get the lights up there. <laughs> worse than that, can you somebody my age in the 80s trying to keep track of, uh, traffic going 500 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour. When I think, <laughs> of, of, yeah. No, you maybe know. we won't but try to go change. that. Huh? The world changed. I said yes, the world changed. Yes, But does. some things always stay the same, like the young lady was talking about, you know. Faith yes. and everything else stays the same. So, you know, you have to look to the future with futuristic uh thought, you know, not yeah, you like do. a lot of want to go back to uh, 1950 or 40 or 30 when they thought they were doing uh, whatever they wanted to do. So you have to look to the future. You're right. You're absolutely right. And so, I thank you, Mr. T.C., for that. Mm-hmm. What did you say? I said the sky's the limit. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's more front of you than it is behind you. There's more front yeah, you than it is. Yeah, that's something. You know. But Happy New Year to everybody. I hope they have all positive thoughts for uh, 2023 because I know I'm, I'm going to have them. And I'm just looking forward to see what the man upstairs got set up for me for next year. I know what you mean. I know mm-hmm. what you mean. Yeah, and it's going to be gooder and gooder. Yeah, it will be better. That's oh, for yes. sure. Oh, you know, as yes. long as you oh. look at it that way. You know. Yeah. You just have to be, be mindful. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and like I said, just think through all the decisions you make before you make them. You know, and yeah, hopefully with that, you'll come a little wisdom. Yes. That's what they tell you when you uh, fall in the water and you can't swim. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, get crazy. Slow down. I know that's hard to do. So, <laughs> But uh, let us hope. <laughs> anyway, I have another person. But thanks, TC. Appreciate okay. that. I- Okay. Good evening, everyone. This is Dorothy. I wanted to tell everyone to have blessed holidays. I pray that our families stay safe. Yes. And as to the subject of gratitude, I have learned all of my life to be grateful for anything that is done for me because no one has me to do anything that. for you. My mother raised me. In that, in that my mother and my father raised me that if someone does anything for you, be grateful because they didn't have to. A lot of people do things for show. I even tell them thank you for that because I know you did it because you wanted to say that you did something for me. Um, if I have a piece of meat in my tooth and someone hands me a toothpick, I'm going to tell you thank you, and I'm grateful that you did it. <laughs> you going to uh-huh. stick it in your mouth? You going to stick it in your mouth? You going to stick it in your mouth? I might not, but I, I doubt it. But. <laughs> thank you for thinking about me. <laughs> Thanks for thinking but, about me, yeah. But, right. But with, with COVID out here, you don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And this True. RSV attacking adults now, um, what you is just it? don't know, Les. The RSV that oh, yeah. has all these kids in the hospital, it's getting the adults now, and it's mainly the seniors. But um, I, I lost a neighbor last night, mm. and the killing thing was was that he helped everybody. I mean, Everybody on this block. In fact, he helped this block, and he helped the block down in the the next block down. He helped them, and you would just see him just freely riding up and down the street, 
20 times a day going to the store, taking you to your doctor's appointments, and no one knew until last night that he had a heart condition. Oh. Uh-huh. And he was in his late 50s. Mm. His mother had, uh, he had been living in his mother's house for the past two years. Uh, he lost his wife maybe about four or five months ago. Oh, and wow. it seemed from mm-hmm. then he started going downhill. And so oh, yeah. everyone was, was noticing that he was going downhill. So they said, okay, well, we're going to try and keep him occupied so that he's not thinking constantly and going into a depression. Well, last night he said to someone, they told him, it was his sister. She said, I can't ever get in touch with you because you're forever doing something for somebody else. When are you going to stop and sit down and pray for yourself and do for yourself? And his words were, when God's ready for me, he'll take me. And four hours later, he was gone. So I've learned to be grateful for everything. Right now, um, I have to have surgery, spinal surgery. I can't get up and down stairs. And I know that this time next year, I'm going to be going up and down the stairs because this is between me and God now. All right. This is between us, and I want to tell Lucy, thank you for your encouragement because there are some days in this house that I can't do for myself. And I have, oh, to, I phone, and I have to pass out keys to my house to get in here to help me. And I think back to 10 years ago, this wasn't my life. This is my testimony. Oh, yeah that this time next year I'm going to be doing better. All right. And I'm grateful I'm I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. Yeah. I'm Lord. grateful that I'm talking to you all right now. And Thank I'm grateful you. that you all held this conversation because this was for me. Because today I was holding a pity party. Because my family yeah. got Same together here. yesterday yeah. and had family dinner. And I got dropped off a plate. Don't get me wrong. I was appreciative of the plate. But it was the fact that I wasn't around my family. Family. I have a new grandbaby. And my granddaughter told me, well, you, I said, I haven't seen her yet. So we did a duo and I got to see her and got to talk to her. And I said, okay. I said, if I die right now, I'm grateful that she's heard my voice. Mm -hmm. And my granddaughter started crying, and she said, don't say that you're going to die. I need you here to help me raise her. And I said, I'm not telling you that I'm not going to be here. I'm just telling you that right now at this present time and moment, I can't do anything for you other than talk you through stuff. So she said, well, I can't wait for you to hold her. And I told her, I said, right now, I can't hold her. I can't. I barely am able to open a bottle of water. So I claim this time next year I'm going to open a case mm-hmm. of water. All right. Go I ahead. thought you were going to say a, a carton of wine. No, I just know that this was my year for my testimony. Uh, There have been so many things that have happened within my family, as you all know, and I can't wait, and I hate to wish my life away, but I can't wait for this year to be gone. I want a new and and fresh beginning. Yes, 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 yes. So I, I pray that everyone that is listening to my voice, that you be blessed, that you be safe, and that the same applies to your family members. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, thank Mm. you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. I I, I have a friend that's named Margaret, 
and uh, maybe, maybe she might have a word. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have a friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> and the same That's applies true. to you, Margaret, because I know you're listening. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, so. Okay. Well, maybe she doesn't feel well, but at any yeah. rate, she's still our friend. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Yes, and you're still in our oh, yes. prayers, Margaret. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, I appreciate all of you guys for talking and you know, I just I, I just think this is a a good thing. A good thing. Uh the way that Lucy was telling us about things and how we should you know how how we should just, you know, not get upset. Really, that's what I got out of it. Don't jump up. And I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to do that. I mean, you know, if you get, go crazy, maybe for five, ten minutes. Okay, all right. Just throw your hands up and keep on going. Keep eating. (laughs) That's what I do. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. keep eating. So I just like to say uh, I love you guys. I really do. And uh, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to find that uh, 23, trying to look at the first Friday in January. And I can't find the 2023. I don't see it. I don't see it. It's not on your cell phone. Is it? Yeah, I I had a calendar right in my face. No, the second. Oh, you're going to open it. Do you have it? No, I was thinking about December. The first, the first Friday of January is the sixth. Okay. The sixth. Okay. Well, I want you guys to know that uh, Maceo had a new phone that he's trying to fix, so that's why he wasn't. Tell me about it. Yeah, that's what he wasn't with us today. So well, I've been looking at new phones all day today because I have to actually charge my phone three times a day now. Oh, wow. <laughs> because I refused to buy a phone for so long, and I, now I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay next to a plug. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, okay, guys, I want you guys to have a good month and let's you know if you got crying to do do you crying up but then cry and be thankful if you can see 2023 now that's what you need to be saying yeah yeah so I love you guys, like I said. I really do, because you really help me. <laughs> you really do. So, same here. before same here. we go, yes, it's been, it's, I, it's been good. Well, thank you. So, the only thing I'm going to say is, let go of your problems so that you can grab hold of your blessings. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. 
2023 will be a whole brand new year that you will never see again. So when you see it, just be thankful and let us try to keep our attitudes down, you know, help us to do that. And learn us how to smile, to smile with other people and speak and, and how you doing and, you know, keep on going. You don't have to have a whole uh, conference with them, but you can speak to people. Hi, how are you? So let us try to do better. That's all I can say. I know I'm going to try to do better. I know I need to do better. We. <laughs> well, we. Yeah, but I want you guys to know I appreciate you. And um, we appreciate if you have you enjoy ideas, you. huh? I said we appreciate you also. Oh, thank you. And if you have uh, something that you would like to say on the show next year, I mean, you can be a guest. You can be a guest. If not, if you know someone and you might think that person might be a good guest, then just let me know. So, Everybody has my number, so you can always call me. But anyway, guys, love you. And Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Love you all. 2022. Hey, let's love next month, okay? And do the best that we can. Because when January starts, it's going to be a mess again. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> well, maybe it won't. I don't know. But, you know, the end of the year is people get, you know, they have they get depressed, good feelings. Yeah. They, they yeah. Have hard, yeah. Yeah. Hard time and they, they're afraid to face the new year, yeah. They're yeah, afraid to face it, yeah. Then when 23 comes, oh, my goodness. But this one Another seems year. like it just ran man. for this me. Time. This one All ran, yeah, for me. I, I've had a, a, a time and a half this year. <coughs> so mm-hmm. I'm expecting a greater year. So love you all, guys. And uh, I'm going to say have a good end of the year let's talk about and we'll talk about it next year thank you guys love you good night love Love you too good night good night good night